1: You know, once you're indicted by a federal grand jury in this town, what happens next usually does not go in your favor. So um, we knew it was going to be hard for him to beat the case once he was indicted.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman. My guests this week are three of the most talented people ever to work at the Chicago Sun-Times. Columnist Mark Brown, investigative reporter extraordinaire Tim Novak, and our outstanding federal courts reporter John Seidel. Thank you all for joining us. This is a real treat. Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you, Fran. Thanks for
3: having us, Fran, and for laying it on tick.
0: <laughs> I mean it though, I don't, I, don't, I don't BS you guys. I love to showcase my colleagues when they do great work, and all of you have certainly done that on the story of the week, if not the year and the decade. The headline in our paper read, demise of a daily, wow. Alderman Patrick Daly Thompson of the 11th Ward, nephew and grandson of Chicago's two longest serving mayors, was convicted in federal court this week of lying to federal investigators and cheating on his taxes in a bizarre bank fraud case that has already seen 14 people charged in connection with a multi-million dollar embezzlement scheme. Immediately upon conviction, He was forced to resign his seat in the council. He is the first member of the Daly family ever to be convicted of a federal crime. Let's go around the horn. Did any of you ever think you would see this day? Tim? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Why?
2: Yes, because of. When we first started looking at the bank case back in uh, 2018 um, and I discovered that the 11th Ward got a loan from the bank uh, that failed and that Patrick Thompson had arranged that loan, um, it just kind of snowballed and um, his indictment had been uh, uh, something I had heard of for years and once he got indicted, I didn't think he could beat this case.
0: The Daly family was once so powerful. Richard J. Daly was literally a kingmaker. Presidential candidates came through Chicago to kiss his ring. John F. Kennedy would not have been elected president of the United States if not for Richard J.'s support. Mark, did you ever think you'd see this day?
3: Well... Well, I mean, maybe after Tim got on the case, I started to think it was possible. Uh, but you, you make the point of, uh, you know, it, it, there is there was always the perception that the Dailies could uh, influence uh, what went on at uh, 219 South Dearborn, uh, that being the, the federal uh, court system. And, you know, so that it, that always is in the back of your mind. Uh, but I, I think those days or at least are gone for now. And uh, but but, uh, you know, I did not see this one coming until uh, Tim ferreted it out.
0: And John, when you see and you think about the many times that members of the Daly family have skirted this kind of thing, whether it was the sewer deal that Patrick Daly, the uh, Richard M's son, uh, got involved in where everybody else went to prison. He didn't. He walked away. When you think about that, were you surprised that this day came?
1: Well, sure. And I think uh, everything we've talked about and those examples that that you're giving are part, part of why <laughs> this is so significant. I I think a lot of people just thought uh, a day like this would never come. But of course, Tim did great reporting on it. And, and, you know, once the indictment came down, um, you know, once you're indicted by a federal grand jury in this town, um, you know, what happens next usually does not go in your favor. So, um, so, so no, I'm not sure that uh, we necessarily saw it coming until the details about the the case started coming out. But, um, you know, we knew, we knew it was going to be hard for him to beat the case once he was indicted.
0: Richard M. Daly was investigated uh, during the hired truck and city hiring scandals. He was interviewed in his office, the spectacle of that. And yet he walked away, didn't run for reelection after beating his father's longevity. Uh, he he never was targeted. He always had, as he put it, buffers, people who insulated him from trouble. But and you know and even going back way back there was the whole issue of member fire commissioner Quinn on his deathbed signing away. Do you remember that Tim? When when uh, when commissioner Quinn signed away his uh, his money to the Daly family and Bill Daly was involved in that. Again, they dodged any responsibility for any of this. That's what makes this so incredibly compelling that there was finally an end and finally a reckoning for the Daily family. Daly Thompson's attorneys in court and even some of his colleagues on the city council have argued that he was targeted because his name is Daily. But Mark, you have argued against that theory rather compellingly. Why don't you make the case?
3: Well, I, I think, you know, this isn't a case where, you know, somebody was looking into the dailies uh, underwear drawer and, and trying to find what they could get. There was, there was a crooked bank. It, it, the bank lost uh, $90 million, uh, which the public has to come in and clean up the mess, uh, you know, to make the depositors whole, you know, that's FDIC insurance. When that happens, you know, it, it, in a good situation, uh, the federal and government will investigate to see what happened with the bank. They go in there and uh, and they start looking at the bad loans and they and they found in this case I mean that you have this weird situation with a with a banker who was lending out money uh, lending in quotes I guess uh, because he didn't really seem to expect to get it paid back and, and one of these loans was to was to Thompson. Thompson I say singled himself out for prosecution by, by uh, by messing around in this bank where clearly there were some people in Bridgeport that knew something hinky was going on there. Uh, as Tim has pointed out in numerous stories, one of the bank board members uh, was, a, you know, 11th Ward political uh, guy who, uh, you know, had uh, as a top jobs at, at streets and sand until he, finally was indicted so he he was in a sandbox he shouldn't have been playing in and being a daily he should have known that uh he got himself in trouble and and then the tax case just you know comes out of that they start looking at well you know what did he do with this money and he he claims a a, you know a, a deduction on his taxes for uh interest payments he's not even making i mean who even thinks of doing that so yeah. I was astounded
0: at the interview that we have with a member of the jury that convicted Thompson, a 30 year old woman named Canetta Holden, who said she literally had never heard of the Daly family before the trial. And even as she drove home the night of the verdict, she still wasn't sure and said she might Google it. John, is that believable? My God, you'd have to be living in a cave.
1: I was really struck by that too um you know that's what she said i i do think sometimes we overestimate how much um some of these people uh dominate people's everyday lives um it was an interesting comment but you know the other thing that she said was that there was one juror in the deliberations who started to bring up the daily family connections and that that juror was immediately shut down by the rest of the panel. And I think that's significant. You know, whether or not Daly was targeted for his family connections. Uh, and, I, you know, fourteen other people have also been charged in this investigation. It, w- it wasn't just him. Um, but whether or not he was targeted, I-, I don't think there's any evidence that the jury um, convicted him because of his family connections. You know, the jury is that buffer between a, an overzealous government and conviction. And from what we've heard so far at least, they say that uh, the their guilty verdict um, the other day, you know, was all about the evidence and not about um, his family name.
0: Normally, bank fraud cases are about as compelling as watching paint peel. But Tim, this one was not so soporific. Why not? I, you know, why don't we talk about the case against him? and why wasn't it boring like most bank fraud trials are?
2: Well, what was interesting is, is how he continually interacted with the president of the bank um, and, and kept trying to renegotiate the money that he borrowed and roll it over into his mortgage on his home and a rental property. And this went on for seven years, which we've all bought homes. If a bank was putting you off for seven years, I think you'd go find another one. And he never did that. And yet he kept going back to this bank and, and, and he would personally pick up the money himself. He'd walk in the bank, go to the president's office and get the checks. And it's something that very curious that, that he would even do business with this bank. Um, And Six weeks before the bank was shut down, he went back to the bank and got a loan for the 11th Ward because um, they had to make some repairs to a building because someone in the neighborhood alerted a city inspector that there were bricks falling off the 11th Ward headquarters. Now, I think that's really interesting that in this day that that anyone in Bridgeport would have ever called the city building department and and inspectors would be sent out to the 11th Ward is astounding in and of itself.
0: Yeah, that's a That's a measure of diminished cloud for sure. And what was the financial pressure on Patrick Daly Thompson? I mean, he's the guy who lives in the bungalow where his grandfather raised his famous family. What were the pressures that he was under financially? John, do you know?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, some of that came out in trial, and honestly, uh, Tim might be able to speak to that a little bit more, but uh, we did see evidence that he had, um, you know, there were properties that were being sold that was increasing his tax exposure. We know that he's had previous tax trouble, Um, you know, for for two of the payments um, that were at issue in the trial, um, I believe – one payment he got from the bank was because he was being uh, um, threatened by the IRS with a lien on his property. The other came after his a bank was coming after him for for a payment and um, and actually filed a lawsuit and his wife was sued. I'm sorry, his wife was served with that lawsuit. Um, you know, prosecutors wanted to tell jurors that these were very memorable circumstances in which he got that money and they were actually not allowed to go into, detail about it, which seemed like a pretty good uh, ruling ahead of the trial for Thompson. Obviously, it didn't play out in his favor, but you know um, why he was having all that trouble, I'm not sure that it's clear, but, but certainly uh, he was under pressure.
0: He was portrayed, Mark, as an honest man, a dedicated attorney and alderman who was fastidious about attending city council meetings, reading the legislation up for consideration. I can attest to that. But overscheduled, and a horrible detailed person. Did you buy that? The jury obviously didn't. Well, I think I think that's part
3: apparently partly true, right? I mean, uh, I mean, we know the dailies, right? They're they are well, they 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 are not uh, they're they're great strategic thinkers, right? That's the old man Richie. Uh, they're both that way. You would. uh, Richie was a lawyer, too. You wouldn't have sent him into court for you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what that's not what he did. So so I I can see that 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 there's some truth to that. That doesn't mean both can't be true, that that you can be, uh, uh, you know, a little, you know, loose uh, on your, uh, you know, knowledge of the facts and also a dishonest person. Right. And uh, I, I and I don't I'm not saying he was you know, corrupt to the core. We we don't have evidence of that, but but uh, uh, dishonest in, in his dealings uh, with this bank.
0: Do you think, Tim, that Chris Gare, uh, the alderman's attorney, made a mistake in not putting Patrick Daly Thompson on the stand? Don't juries assume guilt when defendants choose not to testify?
2: Um, well, I can't speak to what juries assume, but I do think Um, I don't know if Gare didn't put him on the stand or if Thompson didn't want to take the stand, but I had heard that uh, there was a concern that he might uh, uh, become a little volatile on the stand. But I do think the only way he could have won this case was to take the stand and convince at least one juror that he really did not do this, that it was a mistake and that he had to convince somebody to believe his story. And by not taking the stand, there was no reason for them to buy that story.
0: The case against him revolved around two hundred nineteen thousand dollars that he received from Washington Federal Bank and Savings uh, in Bridgeport. This is a bank that was shut down in December 2017 amid allegations of massive fraud. After its president was found dead in a bank customer's million-dollar house, it sounds like the stuff of a Hollywood Who Done It. What do you think, Mark? Are they going to make a movie out of this thing?
3: Well, I keep waiting for Tim to uh, want to write the book. Uh, you know, the, one of the one of the things that I'm most intrigued. I, there's just still as much as uh, as Tim and Bob Hergott have done on this story. Uh, there's still so much we don't understand you know what were why did gambara the, the bank president you know why 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 was he uh, involved in such uh, bad banking practices you know there must have been pressures on him I, I, I mean i from looking at past bank failures like this a lot of times organized crime is involved in this case i think there are some hints that there you know maybe some eastern european organized crime had their hooks into him did they have did they put pressure on him did or did he just screw up i don't know but yes i am looking for that 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 book from tim novak and i'll help him if he wants Uh, maybe we can sell this one and uh you know uh we uh and and then then get the movie down the line
0: John, the amount of money that the government lost in all this wasn't all that much in the scheme of things. It was only about $15,000. Do you think this is a crime, even though it uh, does also involve lying to federal investigators, which is a huge no-no, is this a crime that is likely to land this man who has no other record in jail? Because it does carry the penalty, potentially, of 30 years in prison. You've said his attorneys will surely ask for probation. Do you think they'll get it? I,
1: I really don't know. I think it's a very big question mark. I, I, I don't think that he should feel comfortable that he's going to skate on this, but I, I, I don't know that prosecutors can be assured um, that, uh, that they'll get some kind of prison time. You're right, the, the, you know, the, the amount of financial loss is a, is a key factor. Um, his criminal history, which doesn't exist other than this conviction is a, is a key factor in, in the judge deciding what to do. Um, you know, I, he also has to, the judge also has to think about deterrence and, and general deterrence. And, you know, this is not a traditional public corruption case. This was not something that involved something that Thompson did, uh, involving his office. Um, but he's still a high profile figure. He's still an elected official. And, um, this is an opportunity for a judge to send a message um, that this kind of contact should not be tolerated. And he was convicted on all counts. And, and you know, the he will not get 30 years, but the maximum on those counts of lying to regulators is 30 years. So uh, I think it's possible there could be some prison time, but it's not guaranteed.
0: Tim, what do you I think? think the turn- oh, go ahead.
3: I, I just say I, I do think this is this is, uh, of all the cases that we've been through over the last few years, this is uh, this is one that looks to me like a probationable case. He loses office, uh, he loses law license, his law license, I believe, and, uh, you know, it, he loses considerable face. I mean, this is one where it really does, just the conviction itself hurts, and with the amount of money involved, I, I could see probation in this case, and I, I wouldn't get my... Uh, Uh, unison and not if that's
2: happened.
0: Tim, what do you think about that?
2: I think he could end up doing more time than his cousin, RJ Veneco, who... uh,
0: 60 days? That was like a slap on the wrist, right? For a murder?
2: Right. I think he could do more than 60 days.
0: That's not saying a whole lot, is it?
2: No, it's not. Um, But, you know... I, I don't, you know, at this point in his case, um, as Mark said, his, his life has been, um, completely upended. Um, he has, a, you know, he has three children, um, his wife, um, the family is devastated by this. Um, so he's lost his livelihood. Um, he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars that, um, uh, was apparently raised for him to fight this case. Um, I I don't know, uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if he has to do some jail time, um, maybe up to a year. But at this point, I don't really know what impact that will have further on him, other than the fact that it will further uh, cause heartache for his family.
0: John, what was the turning point of this trial?
1: Turning point. I, well, I don't know. I thought this was a really hard fought trial, and I honestly uh, could have seen him um, skating on a, a few of these counts. So I'm not really sure that I point to a, a turning point other than, you know, his defense attorney, I think, really thought that he had um, done some damage to the government's case in in cross-examining some of these uh, regulators that Thompson Lied to. They, they did not really um, confirm the language in the indictment as far as the Thompson's lie goes. Um, but then prosecutors got up and, and they made their case. They said, This is what he was saying in substance. You know, these lies weren't in quotes. You, you know, whether or not he said he only borrowed 110000 versus I borrowed $110,000, which is technically true, but that's not the whole story. Uh, And that's what prosecutors told the jury. He didn't tell it. He didn't tell the whole story in substance. He was trying to get away with something. Uh, He was he was he was trying to resolve this quickly so that the FDIC wouldn't dig deeper and find um, the other half of of what he got. Um, And clearly, prosecutors made their case. Then they convict, you know, they the jury came back three and a half hours later with uh, guilty on all counts.
0: None of his politically famous uncles, Richard M., the longest serving mayor of Chicago, Bill Daley, the former U.S. Commerce Secretary, White House Chief of Staff, and mayoral challenger, or John Daley, the current county commissioner and finance chairman of the county board. None of them attended the trial. Were any of you surprised by that?
1: I'm not.
3: I wasn't surprised. Uh, I, I would think there must have been a, a, a decision made in consultation with the lawyer of you know whether that hurts hurts or helps. Um, I, I don't I don't know that to be the case, but I I, I don't uh, you know I, I I'll bet somebody would have gone if the, he'd asked him to.
1: That also would have. Uh, I'll just throw out there that inevitably they would have had their picture taken in the lobby of the federal courthouse, which is probably something they wanted to avoid. Uh, You know, I mean, just their presence being there is uh, what kind of raised the profile of it.
0: But were they angry at him for getting in this trouble and calling such attention, such unflattering attention to the family? Tim.
2: I've heard that. Um, I don't know that to be true. I don't doubt it. Um, My understanding is they were quite upset at him for, getting himself in this uh, situation. Uh, But, you know, what I will say though, is uh, when Vaneko went to court, no one ever was with Vaneko, but his lawyers. But in this case, uh, Patrick Thompson had his brother and his sister there. He had his wife and his oldest daughter. He had his in-laws. He had his brothers-in-law and various other hangers-on from his uh, uh, ward. So he did have quite a few uh, people in the audience, which was, um, I did perceive that as a strong um, uh, show of support that he had.
0: For decades, it was assumed in political circles that a member of the younger generation of the Daly family would someday step forward and reclaim the throne that is rightfully theirs, the mayor's office of Chicago. Patrick Daly Thompson, who began his political career at the Metropolitan Water Reclamation District, kind of like the minor leagues of Chicago politics, and then moved on to the city council. He seemed to be the natural choice. His personality seemed to lend itself to that. He even looks like Richard J. Daly. Increasingly, does this conviction, do you think, mark mark the end of the Daily era? Will we ever see a member of that family step forward? Will the family ever recover its clout?
3: Well, when uh, when he was indicted, I immediately jumped in and wrote a column that said that you know, if, if not the end, that it was the beginning of the end, uh, and that and that the Dailies, you know, they this. They wouldn't be in politics anymore, you know. Not I've had you know uh, a year to cogitate on that. I, you know, uh, I, I'd say they're. An, it, it doesn't look good for their future, but you know, people are forgiving. If there's another younger member of the family that comes along in the next five, ten years, and starts to move up, uh, I, 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 it's possible. You know, I mean, it is. I've run out of candidates. I, you know some is somebody got a, a kid out there that that has uh, aspirations we have not seen him. I don't think Richard's kids do uh, bills John's I don't know i you know i uh, the next thing is what happens with John Daly does is he gonna stay on the
0: on the county board I, I'm not sure Tim, what do you think you know the Daly family kids and all the nieces and nephews and grandchildren um
2: well, you know it is a remarkable family and they are a Chicago family and, and, you know, warts and all their ours. And, uh, you know, uh, I think they're you know, the daily name has, has a mystique in this town and it always will. It has, it has uh, pluses and minuses. Um, the minuses have been great lately, but um, they're both there. Is it possible that, you know, um, a grandchild of Richard, M. Daly, who's maybe in high school, I'm not quite sure, but is it possible that generation uh, moves up? As Mark said, the family um, has always been involved in politics and public service, and that name will always uh, attract attention in Chicago.
0: But not with that one juror. Mayor Lightfoot remains close to Richard M. Daley. She takes advice from him. She spent hours at his Christmas party in December. He literally took her around and introduced her to everybody there, almost as a show of how close they are. Do you think the Daley family, and John Daley in particular, will influence whom she chooses as Daley Thompson's replacement, which almost certainly will be an Asian American, Mark? Uh,
3: Will... Well, if it's going to be an Asian American, then uh, well, I guess they've got their they've got their friendly Asian Americans, right? The ones that would that would listen to them. Uh, the, the 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 part of the Asian American community that's been pushing for that to be an Asian American ward uh, has its own you know group of people, right? So uh, I, I think that you know she's going to set up this process. Is it going to be a process that they can influence? I, I'm I'm thinking that, that the Dailies might have to sit this one out. I, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I've been wrestling with that one. I'm sure she is,
2: too.
0: Yeah, it, it seems somewhat surprising that she would allow Richard M. to squire her around at his Christmas party in that kind of a showy way. What exactly does she think the Daly family will do to help her get reelected? And do you think they still have the Jews to do that?
3: Well, they they uh, certainly have the juice to to hurt her. Um, You know, uh, Bill ran the last time, as we know. And uh, I I mean, I've tried to think through what does she get out of it? What do they get out of it? Uh, You know, it's 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 just good to not have them biting at your back. Right.
0: Like they did with Uh, Ron.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, and, uh, so, so that's a benefit to her. Uh, what else do they, do they, uh, they want out of it? I mean, I, you know, does, does Rich still has a detail, right? Of some of, you know, you leave that alone. It's just, it's just, a you know, a, a, they, they want to, they want mutual respect. Right. So, uh, do they want to still control the 11th ward? Um, uh, I think it's going to be hard for him. I think it's really, you know, if again, if she's going to set up some process here, I don't see them uh, putting forward a, uh, an 11th ward, uh, a a precinct captain to come out
0: of that. No, Tim, what do you think on that? What does she get out of her relationship with Richard M?
2: You know, I'm not really quite sure, but it's there. Um, I I would say one thing that you get is, you know, that it, it would, it's, Better to have them on your side than not I think we would all agree on that you'd rather you'd rather know where the dailies are than if they're behind you but will the dailies be behind her six nine months from now when the field starts to uh, uh, manifest and we start to see other candidates. Um, you know, there's the daily organization, the, the daily people, uh, your Axelrods and your Peter Cunninghams and whatnot, they are, they are kind of in the Arnie Duncan camp right sure. now. Sure, sure. So are they in that Arnie Duncan camp because the dailies are saying it's okay? I mean, I don't think those people would do anything that dailies didn't want them to do.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I think the business community is not sitting this one out and they have a candidate and that candidate may well be Arnie Duncan and that's where their money might go. And so uh, could the dailies stop that? I'm not so sure they can. Anyway, thank you so much all of you for your wisdom and all your hard work, keep it up. And this, you've done this newspaper very proud and you continue to do that. And we will see you all next week.
2: Thanks. Friend. Thank you, friend.
0: Thanks, friend.